Welcome to the La La Land podcast. I'm your host, Lex Nevin. This podcast is me finally giving myself permission to say all of the things I've always wanted to say. Imagine it being like one big exhale. From how I built my fashion brand dressed in Lala, to motherhood, to pop culture, to everything in between, because in Lala land, there are no rules. Well, except being yourself. I am so glad you're here. Let's get lost in our own little world together. Hello, my beautiful La La Land lovers. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I hope your day is going well so far. I am just, I've been like preparing for this episode and honestly, like, I don't know what it is, but it feels like there's a lot of like, well, I know what it is, but on top of everything that's going on in the world right now, I just feel like there's so many sad things happening. Like I've just been hearing sad stories and things happening to people and then obviously what's going on in Israel and uh, Palestine and just everything and it feels so sad and it was really hard for me to just put together my outline for this episode because I was just like none of this matters but then after I started reading things and like getting you know getting my stories ready I was like honestly though like we I'm sure I'm not the only one who needs this, (laughs) who needs just something that can maybe like put a little sunshine in their life, even if it's so dumb and it's about celebrities and crap going on in my life. Like, so anyways, my hope with today is that this podcast, although it is not going to change the world or fix anything that's happening, I hope you can maybe just laugh or smile and (laughs) as cheesy as that sounds. And um, maybe it could just be a little bright spot in your day. So hello, let's get into it, shall we? Um, There are some things happening this week that I feel like we need to talk about. First of all, like, have we even talked about the fact that it's October? October is the best month of the year. I mean, like, look outside and tell me I'm wrong. You know what I mean? It's so beautiful. The leaves are changing colors. There's there's that beautiful cheesy AF quote by like Ralph Waldo Emerson or something that's like life begins again when oh, now I have to look it up. It's like a Pinterest quote, but it like hits different. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe this is the quote I was talking about. It's by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Of course. Life starts all over again when it gets crisp in the fall. I remember it being like way more gorgeous. Anyways, when I was looking up that quote, I looked up October quotes and just some of these quotes, you guys, like we are all such basic bitches. October is about trees revealing colors they've hidden all year. People have an October as well. October. Oh, that's the same quote. In October, any wonderful, unexpected thing might be possible. I'm so glad I live in a world where there are where there are Octobers. There is something beautiful and revitalizing about October. When the leaves fall, the world is surrendering. Letting go of the pieces and the parts that can no longer serve in a positive way. 
Trees hold strong to their core and survive the storms, but every good tree knows that as time goes by, the leaves will come back and we will all get to start again. So, like, I mean, I think the rest of the world agrees with me. These quotes are so, so funny, but, like, so true. Like, right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Anyway, so it's October. Also, I forgot to mention my birthday is in October, Um, not until the end of October, It's the 29th in case you wanted to send me a present or something. I feel like a lot of people's favorite month of the year is the month of their birthday. I'm just lucky. Mine also happens to be during the actual best month of the year. Okay. (laughs) So this week I have a few things going on. I actually, this is like totally behind the scenes for just you, my girlies and my, I'm assuming gays, but if you're not gay, like you're also welcome here. Um, My girlies, my gays and my guys. I have a cat collection dropping at at my brand, or how do I say this? I have a collection dropping. Lala has a collection dropping um, in a couple weeks. It's actually like supposed to be kind of like my birthday collection, and it is cats, and it is so good. Um, it's like imagine the material your grandma's couch is made out of or it was made out of that material is called jacquard and it's just it's gorgeous but we have this iconic jacquard that has cats like little faces all over it it's actually so chic like yeah it's crazy cat lady but it's actually really chic and it has like an overall neutral look but then when you look closer you're like oh my gosh it's covered in cats So we have that and a couple other magical pieces that are dropping with my little birthday collection. It's going to be like the crazy cat lady collection. Um, But so this week we are doing a little photo shoot at my house, me and my photographer for Lala Page. Um, And it's going to be, honestly, I'm so curious actually how it's going to be. I do not know how it's going to be. I was going to say iconic, but it could go a lot of ways um, because so I have two cats. I'm sure you guys have seen them. Also, just side note, like with the whole cat situation, I was never a cat girl. Like I grew up in a house where my mom basically taught us that like cats are gross. I had one of those moms, you know, and so I just never we never had a cat. I never wanted one. I remember having a sleepover at one of my friend's houses when I was like in elementary school and she had a couple cats and I woke up in the night to her cat like making biscuits in my hair. If I would have known it was making biscuits like in that language, I probably would have liked it a lot more. But I was like a child and I woke up to a cat and like it was just clawing at my hair and it scared the crap out of me. It was like one of my scariest child experiences and after that, I was like, I'm never sleeping at her house. I'm, I, cats are so scary, like whatever. Anyways, so the reason we actually even ended up getting a cat, because you guys know I have, well, if you don't know, I have four wiener dogs, four doxies. And um, yeah, there's not really much more to say except for I have four freaking wiener dogs. Um, I guess there is more to say. There's a lot more to say. It's the most psychotic thing I've ever done. Would I recommend having four dogs? Probably not. But the only time it's like really a lot is like when people come over or they're like barking at people at the door or whatever. Most of the time when they're just home with us and like we're all hanging out, they're so chill. Wiener dogs are like the best because they just want to like be with you. They want to cuddle. They want to be like, 
as close to you as possible. One of our dogs, George, he's like a long hair dachshund. Just picture like a golden retriever in a little adorable wiener dog body. That's George. But he is like, he is next level. Like when I sleep at night, I wake up to him like on my head. Like he he lays on my pillow. And it's like Matt has like so many pictures in his camera roll of George just asleep somewhere on my pillow. And like I will wake up in the night and like move him off my pillow. And then like somehow he ends back up there and it's I don't love it, but like it's cute. But anyways, so wiener dogs are the best. They love you so much. They're little. They're easy to like take places. They do have a fierce bark because actually like. This is now we're just getting like scientific or whatever. But wiener dogs were actually bred to hunt badgers. So they would go down in like the holes and then like bark. And that's why they have like such like a fierce bark because they would go down underground in the holes, bark when they saw a badger. And then like their owner would know there was one and then they would whatever get the badger. So that's the only downfall. Otherwise, they're in my sweet angels. So the reason why we ended up getting a cat in the first place is I also just have a thing for like pets that just are a little bit silly looking. Like that's just I love them, you know. So my friend, actually Paige, the one that we're doing the photos with, she had showed me she went to see these cats. She found like this listing on KSL, which is like our classified like Utah classified site. And she had gone to see these cats and they were exotic short hair cats, which are basically like a Persian, like a grumpy cat. And she had put money down on one and everything. And then she couldn't have it where she lived or something. And she showed me the picture and I was like screaming at the cat. Like it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And at the time, Ozzy, my son, who was literally just barely one year old, he was like super into cats, which was random because I don't you know you know how kids are they just like like things so at the time he was like super into cats like loved them wanted cat toys like whatever long story short we ended up having to be in the hospital for a night with him because he was having like issues with his bowels and things and um it was super traumatic for all of us and I just was like he deserves anything he wants like that was such a traumatic hospital stay And so I literally just texted the lady and was like, hey, like, can we come look at your cats tomorrow? And so we literally went that weekend, put money down on a cat, and that was that. And so it was kind of like Ozzy, because of Ozzy, we ended up getting a cat. And the cat we got, his name was Ted, and he was just absolute, like, king shit. Like, doesn't get more iconic than Ted, you guys. He was just when he grew up, he was the cutest kitten ever. But then when he grew up, he just got like huge and like grumpy. And like, I swear his face just kept getting flatter and flatter. And like, he was just a king. Um. Anyways, but we, when we moved into our house last year, so we've been here like almost a year and a half now, but when we moved into our house, he started like going out our doggy door and just started living his life outside and like it freaked me not he wasn't living outside he was at home at night and like ate and came and went during the day but he loved to just like go outside and like lay on the sidewalk or like just like roam and like live his life and I was so freaked out because 
Supposedly, exotic short hair is one of the things about them and Persians, any squishy-faced cat, basically. They aren't as good at, like, defending themselves out in the world. And, like, you know, you hear about, like, cats being, like, crazy and feral and whatever the crap. And they're just, like, their personalities are more like a dog. They're friendly. Like, when people come over, they come over and say hi, like, whatever. So I was just so freaked out about it all. And but there was like nothing we could do. Long story short, long story long. How many times am I going to say that? Ted actually. So we had him for like two years that I did not plan on telling the story. And it's actually really depressing. This was supposed to be a bright spot in your day. So I'm really sorry. Anyways, um, it was actually the beginning of the summer in May. Ted went missing and like he his collar had fallen off. I didn't have an air tag at that point. Like, he was chipped, but um, I don't think he, I don't think anything bad happened to him. I think he was stolen. He, I'm telling you, like, you've never seen a more iconic cat. He was really sweet. Like, literally, Ozzy, like, when he was little, could, like, go and, like, lay on him and grab him and whatever. And, like, Ted would never be, like, sassy or mean. He would just, like, lay there. So, I really think that someone, like, saw him. He didn't have a collar on and they just took him. But that's what I'm telling myself, at least. I'm imagining him living with, like, some little grandma, <laughs> which, is like, I guess I can't really picture her grandma, like, like stealing him off our street, but this is what I like to imagine. I like to imagine him living with a grandma in a house where there's no kids annoying him, no dogs annoying him, and he is just, like, living his best life. He gets, like, treats, and he just sits on her lap, and, like, that's what I picture. So, anyways, um, that was really really depressing and actually recently out of nowhere i feel like ozzy's been like young enough that he just kind of was like ted is gone and like like we've looked for him we've done everything trust me i've done all the things um but it was kind of like just a thing where he just learned that like ted is gone and whatever but the last couple days out of nowhere that was in may that he's been missing since may and it's october and out of nowhere he's like just starts crying tears and we'll say I miss Ted and it's like the saddest thing ever we were watching a movie the other day um with a dog and like he just started crying and was like I miss Ted and I'm like I literally can't do this this is the saddest thing in the world all of that to say we ended up getting a second cat because I'm a freak (laughs) um a, a Persian a white one back in March so we had Ted and Gus is his name at the same time for a couple months and then Ted went missing but And I know what you're thinking. Ted didn't like the new cat. No, like he literally, he was fine. He didn't care. I'm telling you, Ted, he was taken off my street. Okay. Anyways, um, so we got Gus around Easter and he's like a white Persian. So he has long white hair, blue eyes, and same thing. Like as he's gotten older, he has just gotten more and more iconic. Um, And you, I'm just realizing I've been talking about cats for so long and you guys are probably like, what the freak? But So Ted went missing earlier this summer, blah, blah, blah. I like went back and forth after a few months of like, should we get another cat? I don't know. And I ended up like getting on KSL one day and just seeing the cutest freaking cat I've ever seen. And so we ended up getting Rufus um, is what we ended up naming him. When did we get him? I think in August. And he's white and black. He's also a Persian. And... He is my soulmate. I love him so much. He's the funniest cat I've ever met. 
So anyways, all of that to say, I've never been a cat girly, um, but I love having cats and dogs. And my the cute thing is the cats play with the dogs. The dogs play with the cats. Like, it's all one big happy family most of the time. So yeah, I love cats now. I'm just like giving myself the title of crazy cat lady. It's like a part of my personality. And that's that. So we have this collection coming out. It really started just from sort finding this fabric and like literally dying over it. But it's ended up being so insane. Like the pieces, we have a trouser coming out, like a pleated trouser pant, but it has like a stretchy um, waistband in the back, but then the front looks like a trouser. And so anyways, they're like perfect. And then we have a waistcoat. So it's like a chic little vest. Um, Same thing. It has like a cute little like cinch type thing in the back where you can tighten it or loosen it with really nice hardware and I'm just in love with it and then the best piece of all we have this moto jacket and the moto jacket is like easily one of the coolest pieces we've ever done at Lala like I am so obsessed with it I'm so proud of it it has super like strong chic shoulders it has shoulder pads but the cool thing is the shoulder pads are removable if it's not really your thing But it has like a strong shoulder, but then you can tighten the sleeves. There's like hardware all over to like tighten things or loosen things. It zips up. It hits just right at the perfect place at your waist, whatever. It's gorgeous. And then we have some other pieces that are going to be part of that too. All of this to say, um, on Friday, we're shooting at my house with my two cats. And Paige also has two have the same looking cat so she's bringing her cats we'll have my cats there and I have no idea what's gonna happen there could be easily be like a cat fight or it could be just like literally perfect and sweet and just adorable but I'm really excited the vibe is like editorial crazy cat lady editorial so like I I imagine like sitting on my counter and having cats like walking around the kitchen behind me in the pictures or like like I don't know. We're going to have to see how it all goes. But like the cat sitting on my shoulders, but me looking like literally so glam. It's just going to be fun. So that's happening this week. Um, You guys will have to keep a look out for those pictures and also just send me send me some luck. And then also Friday night is the opening night of the Eras tour movie, Taylor Swift's Eras tour movie. So um, Kinsey got us tickets to that later or earlier this summer when I was like on a trip and she was just so on top of it and so we're excited we're really stressed about getting the popcorn buckets and cups and things because there's like exclusive merch for it but I'm sure it will sell out super quick and anyways I'm just also curious of the whole vibe like are people going to be standing up and singing are people just going to be watching like I so curious so we'll see how that goes and I'll let you guys know next week uh anything else happening this weekend let me look at my calendar Oh, I'm also speaking at like a little business thing on Saturday. I kind of have a busy week. I'm not going to lie. I shouldn't have looked at my calendar. Now I'm getting stressed about it. I have a Botox appointment on Thursday, a spray tan appointment. It's just one of those weeks, you know, I got a lot going on, but the spray tan is for the photo shoot. So whatever. Um, I also just wanted to talk quickly about like what I'm watching right now and my thoughts And then we can get into a little bit of pop culture tea. Let's get into a little TV recap, shall we? So right now, 
I have been watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which I didn't. I started last season and then I stopped because I was bored. Um, and then I saw the preview for this season and I was like, I think I might like that. I think it looks good. And so I started it again this season. It feels like I truly like missed nothing, honestly, after skipping last season. Except for I know that Jen Shaw is in jail now. It's been super entertaining, actually. Like, I highly recommend. um, As someone from Utah, I will say, like, this show doesn't feel representative of my life and, like, our lives here. Like, it is interesting seeing, like, places that we go to and things like that. Like, being like, oh, my gosh, that's weird. Like, that's here. That's my life. But the women chosen for the show... Like, I don't know. It's just it doesn't feel super representative of the people here. Um, but nonetheless, it's very entertaining. Mary Cosby came back. She was in the on in the beginning and then she left. She if you don't remember, I'm sure you remember. But she's the one who ran her own church. And like people were saying she had taken advantage of people and she thought she was Jesus and all this stuff. So she left and then she's back this season. And like there is like some crazy drama going on. Like people are accusing one of the husbands of being gay and cheating on his wife who owns they own together a bunch of salons here in Utah that are like pretty well known. Um, And they are saying that his boyfriends, the husband's boyfriends need to be quiet because like people are starting to find out. Like there's just there's all sorts of crazy drama. But the best part of the show altogether is Mary Cosby because she says things that are so insane. You guys, Um, Heather Gay, she's the one who wrote the book called Bad Mormon. She's the one who's like really talked the most probably about like being Mormon and leaving the church. And that's kind of like part of her story. But um, she she was wearing this like black shirt, silver puffer jacket and then like literally a necklace that honestly looked like it was from like charming charlie's like it was like blinged out but like you could tell it was like 15 dollars at charming charlie's just like honestly like a statement necklace and um but like i don't think anyone ever really thought twice about it it's just whatever like she's not known to like have the best style but during this last episode mary turns to heather and she's like heather like what was the reasoning for you wearing that necklace and heather's like oh well i liked it because like the silver in the necklace brought out the silver in the jacket and blah 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 and like goes on this whole thing of like why she wore it and mary's like well you were super off with that one like it doesn't look good just that and and heather's like okay she also looked over at the girls dancing in this one part and she says whitney looks super cheap right now which is one of the girls who she just has beef with she also she's just like so a couple episodes ago she like ditched the girls and had the driver take her to mcdonald's to like get a bunch of food she literally was like i want fries i want chicken nuggets i want a fish sandwich like going on and on And then in this last episode, she literally was like shaming one of the girls, the new girl, Monica, on the season. She was eating like a crepe. And um, Mary goes, do you ever think about like what you put into your body? Like you're such a pretty girl, but you should really like watch what you eat. And like this straight up is just saying stuff. It's like it feels like a glitch, but it's so entertaining. It's just funny that like all there could be like the craziest drama happening on that show. Like like it could be real It could be so serious, but like I'm telling you, Mary is the star with these like weird little comments because you're just like, what? 
Anyways, so that's my thoughts on Salt Lake. We'll see. I'm super over Angie K. Like I truly, she's the one who her and her husband own the salons here in Utah called Lunatic Fringe. Um, I don't understand her, but I think she's trying so hard and it's really honestly like not fun to watch. Um, also they have an 11 year old daughter, I'm pretty sure. And the daughter sleeps in their bed with them every night. And that's just their only kid, her and her husband and her third 11 year old daughter. So I don't know. It's just weird. Um, I also watched the Real Housewives of Orange County reunion last night and I also thought it was great TV Tamara and Jen like I literally am just so over it with Tamara I feel like she was so she was kicked off the show like three or four years ago and um because everyone was just over her and they brought her back this season and I'm just like she's it's very obvious to me that she's like trying to prove her worth like to like she's trying to stay on and not get kicked off again because she is just so annoying bringing up the same stuff over and over and over again and then she says sorry and then she does it again the next week like it's just so annoying to me and um Jen and Ryan like it sounds like their relationship is really messed up and it sounds like he has been super shady but at the end of the day like she's a grown-ass woman and if she wants to date him she's gonna date him like I'm just like at what point it's fine to bring it up once or whatever as a friend but then at a certain point, you kind of need to just move on. And I just think she is like beating a dead horse. It's so annoying. And then also the Shannon and Gina exchange, I thought was so fire. I wish Gina's makeup <laughs> did not look the way it looks during the reunion because it made it like I feel like if she would have like looked so slay, her throwing, spitting these facts at Shannon would have been even more great. <laughs> The fact that she was wearing this like teal eyeshadow and her hair was like parted on the side, but then like completely straight, almost like giving like emo, like 2006 vibes. Like I just, it was really hard, but I loved that she called out Gina and I, I so wish that this reunion could have been filmed after Shannon's DUI. Supposedly it was filmed 10 days before. And so all of this, it's like you have to keep that in the back of your mind that that hadn't happened yet when it was filmed. But I mean, even in that reunion, I feel like she was calling Shannon out on her drinking. And like, if you can't remember something you said, like you truly don't think you said something, but you did, like you might need help. And it's very clear that Shannon did and does need help. So anyways, those are my thoughts about those. Also, I've been watching Love is Blind season five. I totally like it just happened by accident. It started to be like a thing where um, when we were in Palm Springs a couple weeks ago, I would they had Netflix on the TV. And so I would turn on I would just turn on a show at night to fall asleep to or whatever. And I just always clicked Love is Blind and there was a new season because it was just right there. And I kind of got into it. And then this last weekend, we had a Lala like planning meeting in Park City with me and my design team. I talked about I think I talked about this last week um, anyways. And I ended up turning it on and we watched it for like four hours straight or something until like till one in the morning, which is saying a lot for me. I'm like very intense about my sleep. Like I do not like staying up late because it affects my mental health the next day. I learned all of this as a new mom. Like it is not to be messed with. Anyways, um, so we stayed up watching that in Park City. And so now I just am, I watched a little bit last night and I'm to the part where they're like starting to meet each other's families. And um, 
Stacy and what the freak is his name? Izzy. For some reason, he looks like his name should be like JP to me. Am I wrong? Anyways, um, Stacy and Izzy, she went to his house and she was like so offended that he had paper plates, paper and plastic like plates and utensils. Like she was like, if you took me on a date, you brought me to your house to make me dinner. Would you literally serve it on one of those plates? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I like I need a second. Like I I need to like take this in. Like she's so annoyed about it. And I'm like, he's a bachelor. You think he's going to have glassware? I'm 31 and I don't even have glassware. Like, I I mean, I don't eat off, off paper plates every night, but like she was also annoyed that he had, so he had paper plates and plastic silverware and whatever, but then he also had like plastic plates and things like a, like a plastic set situation where they were like all one color. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think she, I don't know. I'm so curious. I've heard that she, people think she's like the worst towards the end. So I'm really curious to keep watching and see what happens. I also think he's the worst, like, we also saw on the episode I watched last night, they all get together when they're back in Austin or wherever the crap they live. And they're all like everyone from the pods. And when Izzy goes and talks to Johnny for the first time, like it's our first time seeing each other face to face. I just feel like he was he came on so strong. I feel like he like had been drinking too much. Like he was just such a douchebag and he was all like riled up after. And I'm like, bro, you need to like calm down down what is going on anyways so i'm i'm curious to finish the whole season and it's still the same show it's cheesy it's even more obvious now that people are going on to like become famous or whatever but it's still so entertaining and it's like one of those shows that's so good to just put on when you want to kind of scroll your phone but kind of watch something or you're like working on your computer it's just good background noise that once in a while you'll be like wait what like you just cannot believe it that's what we in park city we were like it was just so funny we were like screaming like we like gasping like rewinding to make sure we heard things right like it was really fun to watch with other people so i highly recommend i keep seeing people be like love is blind is so freaking damn worst season ever and i'm like well duh like that's what makes it so good you know what i mean it's whatever um, but I do agree. It's like, it's like bad, but it's good. It's bad, but it's good. Um, okay. Shall we get into a little pop culture happenings? I feel like we have a couple stories that are like so interesting. First story. <laughs> okay. Also, I want to give you guys some insider tea that I heard like recently. Well, a couple weeks ago and I was like freaking out about so I know someone, <laughs> I don't know if I can say names, so I'm just saying it like this. I know someone who knows someone who knows someone, okay, who works in the PR industry and literally heard from someone close in PR terms to Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas that the reason Taylor went to the very first Chiefs game and like was there and completely like out in the public walking in front of people like look at me almost vibes like she wasn't trying to hide is because she was trying to help take the media away from Sophie which I was like freaking out when I heard that and it also like makes so much sense we know that Taylor 
and Sophie have been out, seen out a few times together. We know that Sophie is living in one of Taylor's New York apartments. Taylor like lent it to her while she's been in New York doing like mediation between her and Joe and stuff. But like this news is like mind blowing to me. So the reason that Taylor went to the Chiefs game in the first place was to help get the media away from Joe and Sophie because you'll remember there was like a few weeks there where that is all they were talking about. And their their second daughter's name got revealed, which like they were trying to keep their kids as private as possible. They had kept her name private this whole time. It got revealed during court documents. Like there was just all these things that I feel like just probably sucked so much, especially for Sophie. So people, yeah, that's like, that's like fact, basically, that Taylor did that. Now, when I first heard it, I was freaking out because I was like, what does this mean? Does this mean that Taylor and Travis are not actually dating or what a blah, blah, blah? But um, it sounds like Taylor and Travis were dating and they have been dating for like longer than we realize. But she was like kind of like she's just a girl's girl. I just it's kind of like she just took one for the team. She's like, you know what, like it's fine. People will freak out about this. It will help get the media off of you. And like, it's about time we like are public anyways. Like how crazy is that? So anyways, I wanted to say that really fast. Also, just like one more note on Taylor. Every, I keep seeing things, even my freaking mom sent one to me and my sister about just like, we get it. Like Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift, but like, I'm so sick of seeing her everywhere. Like that's what people are saying. It's like too much Taylor Swift. If I see one more thing about Taylor Swift, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, she is a human. And like what? She didn't live her life for six years because Joe freaking kept her in private and like kept her light from shining and being bejeweled. And so she's finally out living her life, going to dinner with friends, dating people, doing whatever. And you're sick of it. She's just a person. What is she supposed to do? Like, I just am so, I'm like, you guys are so lame. Like, what is she supposed to do? Not live her life? I'm just like, I get the, the oversaturation. Like, I get it. But like, that is literally no one's fault except the media and all of us consuming it, I would assume, because she's just a girl. She's just a girl living her life. Like, she's a human. She's not a, a robot. I don't know. I'm just getting annoyed because I'm like, what? You Like, she already was quiet for six years straight and look at her now. She's finally living and you're going to tear her down like this? It's so messed up. Uh, okay. This next story, you guys, I was like so into when I was reading. And anyways, okay. So we'll just, I'll read it to you and then we'll kind of get into it. But Julia Fox, she just came out with her memoir, I believe, like on Monday or just barely. It was less than the... Within the last week, for sure. Um, but she came out with a memoir and she is like completely just talking about everything. So this article like makes me want to read it so bad. So I kind of want to try to do that, but no promises on how quickly I'll actually read it. It says Julia Fox says her relationship with Kanye West was all for show, claiming that she was used as a prop, something she can talk about now because she did not sign a legal document. The actress-influencer spills the alleged beans in her new memoir, Down the Drain, which just hit shelves Tuesday. So, today. Wait, is that today? Yeah, I'm recording this on Tuesday. Okay, it literally came out today. Um, she details her whirlwind, whirlwind romance with Kanye that lasted for a couple months at the end of 2021. Kanye first entered her, her life when a friend of hers asked to pass along her number to him. Apparently, he had inquired about her. Once she contacted 
Once she connected with Ye, Julia says he called her dozens of times and that they talked for a long time, noting that it was mostly him yapping. Eventually, he invited her to join him for New Year's Eve down in Miami. He flew her and her friends out, leading their now famous first public date. However, it sounds like their first face-to-face meeting actually happened at a club and they got touchy-feely pretty quickly. During their initial in-club meeting in Miami, Julia says Kanye took her out to a parking lot. You guys listen to this. <laughs> Julia says Kanye took her out to a parking lot at one point, claiming that he took a piss right there in public, spurring her to block and cover him from gawkers. Once he finished and zipped up, she said they made out hot and heavy. Excuse me? Is that not the most psychotic paragraph you've ever heard in your whole life? The next day at Carbone, Julia says Kanye bluntly asked her to be his girlfriend and if she was cool with taking their new union public. It was at this point that Julia says she felt like the whole thing was a sham considering that the photos of the exact moment were being snapped by paparazzi. So it sounds like they've hung out like twice and both times paparazzi have been there and it just feels super planned. Shortly thereafter, Julia says she was asked to showcase several outfits arranged by Kanye, saying she felt like a show monkey. During one of these fittings, she felt like a certain top didn't fit right, to which Kanye allegedly replied, I'll get you a boob job if you want. Julia says their pairing continued to feel manufactured, saying that Kanye sent a bunch of photos of them to an outlet and asked her to write a blurb. She wrote, I feel like he's using me in some weird twisted game. It makes me feel dirty. Eventually, they went to Paris, which was memorable fashion-wise. I think it was for that fashion week. She says they argued a lot there. Once she was back in New York City, toward the end of it all, Julia says Kanye invited her and her friends to a hotel where he gifted them Birkin bags, something Julia describes as a feeling like a farewell present from him. She also says he made them recreate the opening sequence of the Birkin gifting video several times and claims he made them pose for stage pictures. Again, fake. How insane is that? He's like, pretend like you're opening it again. Pretend like you're opening it again. Like, what? Also, like, if you guys don't know, like, Birkin bags are like $30,000, $20,000, depending on what it's made out of and stuff. By the way, in the midst of all of this, Julia says Kanye sent her an NDA to sign, which she never did. And that finally came back to serve as the final nail in the coffin. She says that he said they couldn't continue seeing each other if she didn't sign it. And she was fine with that. Julia also says Kanye confronted her about her previous drug use, something that had apparently been flagged to him by Kim. She said that she felt like it was a low blow. In the end, Julia says the whole experience was hollow. And listen to this. She also says they never even banged. Is this not the most insane article? Like, why is not why is why isn't this like what everyone's talking about? I cannot believe this. So that alone makes me be like, I need to read that book. Like, what else is she talking about in there? She is just so wild to me. But also, it's like so weird that all of that was just planned and set up by Kanye. Like, that was, if you remember, that was like very quickly soon after him and Kim's like divorce went public. And um, I remember being like, whoa, he already has a girlfriend. It was Julia Fox. And like, I didn't even know who she was before that. So it's just interesting that he like picked her. He always, people always say that like he he chooses someone to be his muse and he like whatever. He did it with Kim, you know. Okay, next story. This one is so random to me. Gigi Hadid and Bradley Cooper. So they've been spotted together a couple times recently. Um 
And this last weekend, they were photographed in the same car arriving back in New York City after a weekend getaway. The new couple who made headlines last week after being spotted out to dinner got back in New York City Sunday after an apparent weekend getaway. Gigi and Brad are in the Mercedes G-Wagon. Bradley Cooper is in the driver's seat and Gigi is riding passenger. He parks the car and she gets a bunch of stuff out of his trunk, including a few overnight bags and other gear. Bradley does the same shortly thereafter. They seem to try and stagger their exits from the vehicle here, but the secret's out now. They're definitely rolling as a duo, and it most certainly looks like they're a thing now. Mind you, when they were snapped last week, they definitely were trying to be more low-key than this. Gigi was following Brad in the street, with her trailing him far behind. As far as any previous connection between them, we haven't found much. However, they're both A-listers in New York City, so it's not outside the realm of possibility that they might have known each other or had mutual friends over the years. They're certainly acquainted at this point. It's a very interesting pairing, especially when you consider that Gigi Hadid was recently linked to Leonardo DiCaprio, with whom she'd been spotted out all over town earlier this year. Anyways, Bradley is 48 and Gigi is 28. But it says at least they share parenthood in common. Brad has a six-year-old, Leah, and Gigi has three-year-old with her ex, Zane. What is her daughter's name? Oh, Kai. That's her name. K-H-A-I. Kai. Anyways, this is wild to me. I don't know. I just like the whole Leonardo, the Leonardo DiCaprio of it all where we like learned that he doesn't date anyone younger than 22 or whatever. And then he was dating Gigi, who's like, like we just heard 28. They might have been 27 at the time. And now she's dating Bradley Cooper, which is like in the same family as Leonardo DiCaprio, to me at least. Um, it's just so weird. There's also like a lot of rumors about I need to listen to Beyond the Blinds and see if they talk about this recently. If you don't listen to that podcast, you totally should. But um, I there's so many like blind items about Bradley Cooper being gay, like just supposedly it's like a known thing in Hollywood. But he always has a girlfriend as like a beard to kind of like cover up because he's just known as like a Hollywood heartthrob. So anyways, I just think that's interesting. And I don't know, like going from Zane to Leonardo DiCaprio to Bradley Cooper, I'm just like, you don't really have a type, do you? <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. Bradley Cooper, after A Star is Born came out, like I cared about nothing else and no one else. Like he is, he's so good, especially when in that movie, like, oh my gosh. So yeah, that's an interesting story. The next story, you guys, is just kind of silly, but you know what? We could all use a little, a little giggly, giggly, giggly. <laughs> what am I saying? Okay. Brody Jenner wouldn't settle for plain coffee when he ran out of his favorite creamer. Instead, he opted for something sweet from his baby mama's breast, a perfect replacement. The Hills star recently raised, eyebrow, raised eyebrows with a new video that he and his fiance, who was a pro surfer, her name is Tia Blanco, uploaded, I'm assuming on Instagram or something, but um, documenting their first month with their newborn honey. Oh, no, I think that this is actually on YouTube. Anyways, with their newborn honey, who's feeding on breast milk at the moment. Honey is such a cute name. I think that's so cute. I didn't know they named their baby that. So it says, Brody filmed himself wondering if he could swap almond milk for boob milk. Though this article is so dumb. It's from TMZ, but it says if he could swap almond milk for boob juice. Like, ew. He was uh, filmed himself wondering if he could swap almond milk for breast milk, and then he gave it a try alongside Tia, who also indulged in a breast milk latte. So it sounds like they used breast milk. He used breast milk instead of almond milk in their coffee. 
Um, he said it was delicious, and Tia said it wasn't much of a game changer. It tasted the same. Yeah, <laughs> Brody Jenner. It looks like they had an um, water home birth, and there's like pictures of it online and stuff. So it's just interesting to see Brody Jenner in this light. Side note, I hope this is okay if I say this, but you guys know my friend Kinsey. She is on Raya, and Raya is a dating app for like, I think they can they consider it like a dating app for like artists and whatever. But it has so many famous people on it. Like you have to be invited. You have to be accepted. All the stuff. It's very rare to actually like get on it now I've heard. But there's lots of celebrities on it. That's where like Ben Affleck was like talking to girls before him and J-Lo got back together. Um, so Kinsey has Raya and she was on it like when she first got it last year, two years ago or something. And um, which is such a flex. You should talk about this more, right? Um, also, anyways. Okay. There's also like big like tech dudes like rich tech dudes and like there's every type of like artist and entrepreneur I think is what it's for so Kinsey was scrolling Raya when she was in California a couple years ago and she facetimed me because you're not allowed to take screenshots on the app like either it's not possible or like they get notified if you do and you get kicked off just because there are famous people and they don't want you like like taking screenshots and making it public it's supposed to be like this exclusive experience so anyways she facetimed me on someone else's phone and showed me the screen on her phone and it was brody jenner on raya which is so wild and i was like you need to match with him like it's brody jenner <sighs> anyways those are the stories that i have for this week i thought they were interesting i thought they were things i hadn't really heard about and um yeah, I also don't really know if we've ever done a TV, like a straight up TV recap on here. I've talked about random stuff here and there, but let me know if it's something we should do more often. I am always watching Real Housewives. I'm also watching Real Housewives in New York. I don't know why I didn't talk about that one, um, but I'm always watching Real Housewives. I love watching like the show that's like the big show at the moment. So we could start doing a little recap if it's fun. Um, but yeah, side note. After last week's episode about like our silly girl era, I got like so many messages. I got so many messages. I got like a couple messages from you guys um, just saying like how much you needed it, like to just remember to like have fun and be silly and how like you've maybe lost that at a certain point or maybe you went through something traumatic and it like you just it's like the fight or flight mode thing. Like I feel like I was in that mode for so long with like my anxiety and postpartum and stuff. Anyways, so this is your reminder to go out and do something freaking silly or just laugh your head off and take an edible or do whatever you need this week because it's so important. It's so important. Okay, I will talk to you next week. If you haven't left a review on the pod and you're loving it, I would love if you did. Like, first of all, I love reading them. It's like the best thing ever when I get on and see there's new ones and number two, it's a good way to help my podcast, number one, get in the charts. And number two, just find more people to make this kind of pop off a little more. Anyways, it would mean so much. If you do end up leaving a review, like send me a screenshot. I would love to like put your Instagram to your face. And randomly, I'm like sending people gifts when they tell me that they do. So anyways, it's just fun to be able to share for you guys to share the podcast and then me to thank you by sending you some Lala or something. Okay, anyways, I will talk to you next week. Love you so much. Bye.